Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute, check it out. I do want to remind you, it's still under construction. I have a new company working on the website, so bear with us. Also, while you're tripping around the web, I want you to check out famousapple.com forward slash group. That's going to bring you to a site called Living with a Disability. That's our chat group over on Facebook. It's a nice little group. There's a few members over there from around the world. There's conversations going on. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. Hey, how are you feeling today, my friends? You're feeling good? You're feeling strong? You're feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. How are you making out with your medication? You're still doing good with the medication? You're still taking it the way you're supposed to? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Well, it's springtime, but not here in New York. I'll tell you that. Today, April 1st, I went out with my dogs this morning. I'm in my wheelchair. I check the weather before I go out. They tell me it's 38 degrees. (laughs) So I put on a jacket I go down the ramp with the dogs. I'm outside. It's raining. Now, it's freezing. It's raw. It's nasty. And I'm seeing this errant white thing go past my eyes every so often. It's April 1st. It's spring. And it's flurrying. I can't believe it. So, I guess guess for for April Fool's Day, I got snow. Uh, I, I despise this weather. But... I digress. How are you handling it? I want to talk to you real quick about this COVID-19 shot. All of a sudden, it seems like the shots are pouring out. Shots are going to everyone who wants them, it seems. And I guess that's a good thing. If you want the shot, it's available to you. But has anyone else noticed that all of a sudden, rules are being taken down left and right with no sense of... uh, order like certain states are open 100 percent, other states are open 50 percent, other states are open 30 percent restaurants in some places are open 100 percent. restaurants in other places are only open 20 percent. bowling alleys are open here movie theaters are open there but that they're closed here closed there new york <laughs> this drives me crazy this morning i heard that No longer do you have to quarantine for two weeks when you come from out of state into New York. Yesterday, you had to quarantine for two weeks. But now, today, you don't have to quarantine anymore. What changed overnight? And, well, maybe because now all of a sudden, Governor Cuomo, maybe because he's in so much trouble, (laughs) he, he passed the law okaying recreational use of pot. Maybe he's stoned. I don't know. But... All of a sudden, rules are changing left and right. Not just here in New York, but everywhere. You know, this shot is not a silver bullet. There's a state where some some people, 102 people, 
got the shot and the second shot. You know, the two. you have to get the two shots. They got both shots. And then a couple of weeks later, 102 people are dead from the COVID virus. Not from the shot, but from the COVID virus. You know, this shot is not a silver bullet. This shot is another layer of protection. It's not the be-all and end-all of the COVID-19 or the coronavirus. You get this shot, you still have to use the mask. The medical professionals are telling us this. You still have to use the mask. You know, some people are like, I got the shot. Woohoo! I can go out, I can party. No, you can't. Nothing has really changed because of this shot. The shot is just another layer. If you choose to take the shot, oh well. The only thing is, is with this shot, we don't know how long the antibodies last. It could last three months. It could last three years. We don't know. We don't have enough information on it yet. We just know that it's another arrow in our ammunition pouch. Listen, you still have to be vigilant. You still have to be careful. You still have to socially distance. I don't understand that either. There's new rules now coming out that, like in an elevator, in my in my medical building that I go to, there's a new sign at the elevator. When you get in the elevator, you have to socially distance by three feet. What happened to six feet? Now, <laughs> the elevator in the medical building isn't even three feet. So I, don't, I wouldn't get in the elevator with anybody else unless it's my wife. What happened to the six feet socially distancing? And they're doing the same thing in schools. It's three feet socially distancing in schools. What happened to the six feet? What is it, an inconvenience? So now you go to three feet? No. I stick by the original rules. That's me, though. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm just saying me. I stick by the original rules. It was six feet socially distancing. That's what I'm sticking by. I wear a mask because, well, luckily, here, all the stores say no mask, no service. You have to wear a mask to go in any store in New York. And that's the way it should be. Until such times as you can say, there is no more coronavirus. There is no more COVID-19. In New York, you have to wear a mask out in public. Where there's other people. That's the way it should be. But there's other places. I'm looking at Florida. I'm looking at uh, spring break. And these people are walking around no mask. You're going to wonder. When, you know, when all of a sudden there's this big outbreak again. How did this happen? Oh my God. There it is. It's a super spreader. In Europe, I think it's Italy. They just shut down all the schools again. And they just shut down the, the certain towns. 100%. Because they're, because they're in the fourth wave. The fourth wave of the COVID-19. The coronavirus. What do you think is going to happen when it, ha- when it comes here? And I'm saying when, not if. Common sense tells you it's going to be here. Not maybe, not possibly, but when it's here. And you're still going to have people going, well, I got the shot. I don't need the mask. I don't have to lock down. Yes, you do. Please, people, be vigilant. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Take care of your friends. Take care of your neighbors. Wear the mask. Have the shot. If that's what you want to do, have the shot. But Keep it as a layer of protection. Don't think it's the be-all and end-all, okay? Listen, we got a pretty good one today. One of the things that we seem to forget as disabled people is what we went through in the beginning when we first became disabled, having to go through the disability rings that we had to jump through. 
So we're going to go through, we're going to go over disability, applying for disability today. You know, and this is something that maybe you can help someone else with. This is just like a little refresher. It's not the whole course of what to do and what to fill out, just the basics of filing for disability. And we're going to talk about a couple of other things today. So sit back, relax, and let's get started here, my friends. One of the most overwhelming things that you're going to come across if you became disabled is navigating the disability program. I know years ago, okay, for me, before the, <laughs> before the convenience of computers, I had to navigate the disability program, and it was the most frightening thing that I ever had to do. Because back then, everything done, was done with pen and paper. And to fill out a, a disability application was a small book. Believe me, when I tell you it was. And anyone that had to do it back then, they'll tell you the same thing. It was a small book. It wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. I mean, it still uh, can be confusing to fill out the papers for disability. But back then, it was a big envelope that came to your house. And you had to fill this thing out. It was worse than doing your taxes. Believe me when I tell you. But now you do it on a computer. And it's a lot easier. It's still confusing. But it's a lot easier than what it used to be. So it's getting better. But what I want to do is give you like a little refresher course for those of us who, who had to go through it already. But this is like an introduction for those, of the, for those of us who have to go through it now for the first time. And believe me, even though it's easier for those of us who have been through it before, it's still confusing for people going through it for the first time. So I just want to help you to kind of jump into it, I guess. So everything I'm going to tell you today can be found on the web at www ssa.gov forward slash benefits forward slash disability. That's where I've got all this information from. I just want to share it with you like kind of an introduction. And this way it gives you an idea of where to go and you can start looking at it. So here we go. Let's just jump into it here. It says disability benefits. The Social Security and Supplemental Security Income Disability Programs provide assistance to people with disabilities. This is going to provide detailed information about disability benefits and can help you understand what to expect from Social Security during the disability process. Before you apply, take some time to review the basics and understand the process and gather the information and documents you'll need to complete an application. This was never explained to me in the beginning. <laughs> Believe me. Alright, the basics about disability benefits. Social Security Insurance, SSD, program pays benefits to you and certain family members if you are insured, meaning that you worked long enough and recently enough and paid Social Security taxes on your earnings. The Supplemental Security Income, or SSI, program pays benefits to disabled adults and children who have limited income and resources. 
while Social Security and Supplemental Security Income disability programs are different, the medical requirements are the same. If you meet the non-medical requirement criteria, monthly benefits are paid. If you have medical a medical condition that is expected to last at least one year or result in your death. The disability application process. Disability benefits application process follows these general steps whether you apply online, by phone, or in person. You gather the information and documentation you need to apply. They recommend you print out and review the adult disability checklist which can be found at www.ssa.gov forward slash benefits forward slash disability. It'll help you gather the information you need to complete the application. You complete and submit your application. They'll review your application to make sure you meet the basic requirements for disability benefits. They check whether you worked enough years to qualify. They evaluate any current work activities. They process your application and forward your case to the Disability Determination Services Office in your state. The state agency completes the disability determination decision for them. To learn more about who decides if you're disabled, read the publication Disability Benefits. Once you've applied, once they receive your application, they'll review it and contact you if they have any questions. They might request additional documentation from you before they can process your application. Look for their response. You'll receive a letter in the mail with their decision. If you, inclu if you included information about other family members when you applied, they'll let you know if they may be able to receive benefits from your application. Check the status. You can check the status of your application online by using your My Social Security account. Very easy to set up at ssa.gov. If you are unable to check your status online, you can call 1-800-772-1213. The TTY number is 1-800-325-0778 from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Now, if you want to appeal a decision, you have the right to appeal any decision they make about whether you're entitled to benefits. You must request an appeal in writing within 60 days of receiving their decision. There are four levels of appeal. Reconsideration, a hearing before an administrative law judge, a review by Social Security's Appeal Council, or a review by the federal courts. To learn more, visit Appeal a Decision. Again, this can be found at www. Dot ssa.gov forward slash benefits forward slash disability. Information you need to apply. Before applying, be ready to provide information about yourself, your medical condition, and your work. We recommend you print and review the adult disability checklist. It will help you get it will help you gather the information you need to complete the application. Information about you your date and place of birth, and your social security number. The name, social security number, and date of birth or age of your current spouse 
and any former spouse. You should also know the dates and places of marriage, dates of divorce, or death, if appropriate. Names and dates of birth of your minor children, your bank or other financial institutions, routing, transit numbers, and account numbers. Information about your medical condition. Name, address, and phone number of someone who they can contact who knows about your medical conditions and can help with your application. Detailed information about your medical illnesses, injuries, or conditions. Names, addresses, and phone numbers, patient ID numbers, and dates of treatments for all doctors, hospitals, and clinics. Names of medicines you are taking and who prescribed them. Names and dates of medical tests you have had and who sent you for them. Information about your work. The amount of money you earned last year and this year. The name and address of your employers for this year and last year. The beginning and ending dates of any active U.S. military service you had before 1968. A list of the jobs up to five you had in the U.S. in the last 15 years before you became unable to work and the dates you worked at those jobs. Information about any workers' compensation, black lung, or similar benefits you filed or intended to file for. These benefits can be temporary or permanent in nature, include annuities or lump sum payments that you received in the past, be paid by your employer or your employer's insurance carrier, private agencies, federal, state, or other government or public agencies, and be referred to as workers' compensation, black lung benefits, longshore and harbor workers' compensation, civil service disability retirement, federal employee retirement, federal employee compensation, state or local government disability insurance, disability benefits from the military. This includes military retirement pensions based on disability but not Veterans Administration VA benefit. Along with the information listed above, they may ask you to provide documents to show that you are eligible, such as a birth certificate or other proof of birth, proof of U.S. citizenship or lawful alien status if you are not born in the United States, U.S. military discharge papers if you had military service before 1968, W-2 forms and or self-employment tax returns for last year, Medical evidence already in your possession. This includes medical records, doctor's reports, and recent test results, awards letters, pay stubs, settlement agreements, or other proof of temporary or permanent workers' compensation type benefits you received. Now, as a side note, they do accept photocopies of W-2 forms, self-employment tax returns, or medical documents, but they must see the originals of most other documents, such as your birth certificate. They'll return those items to you. Do not delay applying for benefits because you don't have all the documents. They will help you get them. So there you have it. It's easier to apply for Social Security benefits. And if you don't have all your documents, don't freak out. Don't let it, you know, knock your anxiety level out of the sky. They'll help you get the documents that you don't have. Now, I also get asked a lot of times, do I need an attorney? 
that's a personal choice. I'm going to tell you honestly, I didn't have an attorney the first time I applied. And the first time I applied, I got my benefits. So that's a personal choice on your end. Me personally, I knew I had a disability. My doctor told me I had a disability. All the tests proved it. You know, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. See what he says. Now, again, having a having an attorney, that's a personal choice. If you get denied your uh, your benefits, you might want to have an attorney for the second go around. But me personally, I didn't feel the need to have it the first time in because I had the x-rays, I had the documents. I think if you have all your documentation, all your x-rays, all your test results, it's very easy to get all of these, especially in this day and age with the computers. Back then, I had to go doctor to doctor, get the copies, have the copies made, pay to have the copies made. Now you can get them through your portals and everything else. I don't know. I the, the attorney is not going to do anything different than to get the copies and bring them in with you. So it's up to you. That's a choice you have to make. No one else can make that choice for you. But I think you can do it on your own. But that's up to you. Okay, let's move on here. to make things clear here to a lot of people. You know, some people look at people who receive disability as, as, as if we're living on vacation, that this is a paid vacation. It's far from a paid vacation. I want to make that clear. You know, we live on a modest income, a very modest income. I know people, myself included, we're making a lot more money than what we make on disability payments. And I thank God every day for disability simply because it helps me pay my bills. It helps me to take care of my family. I can't go back to work because of physical disabilities and it kills me. And I'd be willing to switch with anybody out there that thinks for some reason that I or anyone else is living a dream by being home and collecting disability. You know what it's like to go to the doctor every other day? Do you know what it's like not to be able to go out and pick up our kids or play ball with your kids or do things that other people take for granted? Believe me, disability is no picnic. And anyone that's on disability legitimately will tell you disability is no picnic. And to get those those looks from people sometimes, it's just not fair. And instead of people looking looking at us with disdain or looking at us like somehow we're beating the system, how about looking at us and saying, thank God we're not in the same position you are. That would be nice once in a while. Or we hope you feel better. That would be nice once in a while. I hear from people still today that, oh, if I were you, what I'd be doing. What would you be doing? What would you be doing? Maybe you you look at it as if, I don't know, like you're looking at it as if you're an able-bodied person saying, well, you're home. And if I was you and I was home, this is what I'd be doing. But if you were me, if you were in my position or someone else's position that's home because they have a disability, 
you wouldn't be able to do the things that you think you can do. Just remember, the grass always looks greener on the other side. Now all of this said, remember this my friends, just because you have a disability doesn't make you less of a person. That just makes you a person with a disability. That's all. Don't let anyone define you by your disability. Don't define yourself by a disability. You're just another person who happens to have a disability. That's all. Let's move on here. Hey, I want to thank you for stopping by today, and I want to remind you, you've been listening to An Apple a Day, and my name is Jimmy Apple, and I want to remind you of something else. Things can always be worse. No matter what, things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position, so things can always be worse. And one more thing, look down, your shoe's untied. April Fool's Day, my friend. April Fool's Day. (laughs) Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Happy Easter if you celebrate Easter. Happy Passover. Again, my name is Jimmy Apple. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.